Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, Passion and Purpose podcast, back in the studio here with Jimmy. Jimmy, and so we're having fun. Yes. And we're getting surprised by God. Yes. And our, you know, just a little preliminary here. I was at church Sunday uh-huh. here in Waco. Yeah. And you laid down on the floor. Yeah. Now, I already, I already knew some backstory to that, so that sure. was not so remarkable to me. I mean, it was sure. awesome. Yeah. Sure. But... Got a lot of traction out of that, you know. What I yeah. so I mean, what what are we hearing about? Just yeah. you laying down. Yeah, I, I thought it was so hilarious. The number one viewed clip of the year. Number one. This is from November twentieth. It was two Sundays ago. November is me laying down on the floor <laughs> and saying, "God, come take over. Come have a landing place for yourself." And I thought, you know, of all the things that I've done, <laughs> right, that would me be just the, laying down and going, right. "Oh God, I need you," seems right. to be resonating with right. people. Right. More than anything else, sure. So, so this is awesome. So we and we last week we talked about you know we've been looking at the uh, you know knowing what uh, understanding the times, yep, and knowing what to do, yep. But God seems to, in the midst of this, be speaking not just to you, right? Not just to Antioch Waco, but it seems broadly because even comments coming in on Instagram, yes. people are having words. And, and thank you. If you've been someone that has yes. commented in, thank you. So like it's, it's an encouragement. Please keep doing that. Please keep sharing it because it's just, there's a resonance. Yeah. What, what would you say about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So the, the, whole, the whole thing that's going on is God is calling us all to full surrender. Mm-hmm. And he's using these boats illustration, these oar illustrations, to help us kind of get a word picture for it Mm -hmm. so that we can literally put our sails up and let the Holy Spirit take his church back. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit is taking his church back, um, and God is giving us some cues and clues uh, along the way. Great. So what we want to do today is we want to review from last week. Yep. So we want you to take us back into Isaiah 33. Yep. And then take us into where we want to go into the New Testament. Okay, got it. So, um, yeah, so uh, just a little backstory again of review. God spoke to us so clearly as we're looking to 2023 as, hey, you guys have taken this as far as you can Mm -hmm. on your own effort. And it was probably, as I said last week, one of the most gentle rebukes from the Lord. Hey, I know your heart. You're giving everything you can. Mm-hmm. I know you're calling on my name. It's not like you're doing something resistant, evil, yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah. or resistant. It's just you're just not enough mm. for what I'm about to do. Well, so if you're through with the best of your efforts on my behalf, mm-hmm. I'm willing to pull the ship up as the captain of the Lord of hosts, right. no longer taking sides, but take over everything. And yes. if you're for that, Come on. Right. And so we've said, yes, absolutely. Right. And then someone sends this passage uh, out of Isaiah 33. So here we go. Look upon Zion, the city of our appointed feast, and your eyes will see Jerusalem in undisturbed habitation. This is Isaiah 33, verse 20. Speaking of the church, that this place is to be a resting place. Mm-hmm. When people walk into Antioch Waco or any other local church or any gathering in the name of Jesus, there should be a rest, a peace right. there uh, from the storm. 
And then for us personally picks up this next uh, scripture, a tent which will not be folded, its stakes will never be pulled up, nor any of its cords will be torn apart. So this promise God's given us out of Isaiah 54, two and three, listen, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch out your curtains, spare not, lengthen your cords, strengthen your pegs, Mm -hmm. for you will spread abroad to the right and the left. Your descendants will possess nations Mm -hmm. and resettle desolate cities. 1991, God gave us that promise, and this is a reaffirmation, Mm -hmm. hey, uh, those cords and those stakes and those tent pegs, they're not going to be taken up because I promised it. So just stay with me. Stay with the boat. Stay with right. Jesus. Right. All right, then verse 21. But there the majestic one in the middle of his church, in the middle of his promise, the, one, the Lord will be for us. Hmm. And again, I always pause there because, man, we live as if God's not for us. Hmm. But there couldn't be anything more... Right true of God's nature and character than he is for us, even in the midst of our brokenness. Mm. He says, I've got a place of rivers and wide canals for you. So on a personal level, on a family level, that's, right. if you're surrendered personally, if your family's surrendered, if your life group is surrendered, if your church is surrendered, anyone in the body of Christ, your surrender and leaning into the people of God mm-hmm. creates wide, wide channels and canals of ways forward, mm. but not just for you, but for everybody around yes. you. That's why it's so important as the people of God that we're in with Jesus. And then he describes this place that he's taking us. Here's the key one. On which no boat with oars will go and on which no mighty ship will pass. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king, and he will save us. So this whole deal on which no boat with oars will go. So oars speak of man's Mm self-effort, man's uh, way of doing things, um, even in the best intentions, man leading the way mm-hmm. in his own strength right. instead of God. Right. Throughout Scripture, God gets glory when he takes over, right. when he rules and reigns, when he designs the ark, mm-hmm. when he designs the temple, when right. he designs the tabernacle, when he tells the church how to run, and we all submit with joy and let him lead. Right then, wow, we see the glory of God. So last week we shared all these different uh, things that people had about, I had a dream that God was saying, I was canoeing and I wasn't getting anywhere, and God said, let go of the oars. A group of intercessors in Indianapolis are praying, and God said, you've rowed too long with your oars, let go of the oars. Just all these really kind of cool things that Mm -hmm. we could have never expected. But um, the 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 real encouragement and 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 I want to I want to say this I I don't know if I said it last week but it's worth a resay. Is um, I was laying uh, laying on my face like in that Instagram <laughs> right. video uh, at a World Mandate in Phoenix Arizona. Mm-hmm. Young lady came up, uh, waited till after all the ministry time, and I felt like I was just to lay there through the ministry time. Uh, God moved, beautiful things happened. But this young lady had waited and she had told me a little bit of her own story and said that I, she had come to Baylor uh, and her freshman year had come to Antioch. Mm. And she said that, the, uh, but I didn't come that, uh, that long because when I would come in, I would fall down. And she said, I, I wasn't familiar with the presence of God. I didn't know what it was. She said, one time I was so embarrassed that some friends had to carry me out. Now, for those listening, that is not a common experience. I'm just trying to wake people up on right. Sunday morning, usually. Uh, every once in a while, you know, the presence of the Lord's here, but not in the way that she was describing sure. it that often. And, um, and so I was just so encouraged, you know. 
And she was talking about she's gotten involved in the church there in Phoenix, and God's doing great things in her life. And um, she said, um, she said, you know, God's been speaking to me a couple of things. He's been speaking to me. It's time, and you need to dig deeper. And um, and she said, so I just wanted to share that with you because I'm really learning how to hear God's voice here. And uh, again, I, I I came to hear you speak because I remembered back those right. days when I was at Baylor. Right. And she said, um, what do you think God's trying to say? So if this gal's listening, I just want to apologize. In my mind, I had a joke. I had a funny, you know, humor was she just said that God said, it's time you need to dig deeper. So I was going to say, I think God's saying it's time and you need to dig deeper. Sure. Uh, but of course, uh, she and I talked about it and, and I just encouraged her. And, and obviously, right. she's sensitive to the Holy right. Spirit. That's why she would fall down. She's sensitive to the voice of God. Mm-hmm. So just a delightful uh, lady. So it was, a, it was a great prayer time with her. But I was, I was kind of chuckling about that, you know, when God tells me something God's saying and then they ask me what God's saying, right? right? They, they want a little more perspective on it, right. I get that. But after two weeks, it was probably two weeks, uh, I was telling that story to somebody, just how cool that was. Or, and then I, I, I literally teared up because I realized God was speaking to me through her. Mm. God was telling me it's time, mm. dig deeper. And I, I almost missed it wow. because I was joking in my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's scary to me. Not, not like, not scary to pull away from God, but how many times God's trying to speak to me and I'm, I'm making light of it mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm, I'm treating it flippantly or I'm mm-hmm. not, not taking the weight of it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just uh, re- have realized it, it's time, mm. and I have to dig deeper. Mm. Um, so many times I'll get a word from the Lord, or something cool will happen, like this oars thing, and we respond, you know, to a measure. But the Bible says that we receive the word of God with a good heart; that you bear fruit thirtyfold, sixtyfold, or a hundredfold. Mm. And I have always taught through the years, if you're 30% dead, you get a 30-fold return. If you're 60% dead, you get a 60-fold. If you're 100% dead, you get a 100-fold return. But I used to always kind of, I think, underlying in that, maybe in an arrogant, prideful way, think, well, I'm a 100-percenter guy. Mm. But that's a joke. Mm. I mean, I barely eke out probably 15%. Mm. And and that's that's where I am right now. I'm saying, okay, God, if you're speaking, throw away the oars. And if you're saying all this imagery from boats and uh, wind and sails, then who am I to not dig deep into the scriptures Mm -hmm. about what you're saying about Mm -hmm. this? So, you know, just as we're here live, you're listening to this, I'm taken aback again. Mm -hmm. God was trying to speak to me through this precious young lady, uh, and, and, and I wasn't. Uh, aware of it till mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. but I am aware of it now. Amen. So, I think uh, let me let me jump in yeah. real quick. Just as I you know, I'm, as I'm listening to you, I mean I'm tearing up. It's like yeah. touching touching my heart. The the presence of God and the value that you are placing on and calling all of us mm-hmm. to place on the Word of God, the person of Jesus, and also the now. I mean it. 
we've talked over the years. Sure. It's always now is the time. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it just seems like this is brought. This is like body yeah. of Christ to everybody. Yeah. No, now is really, yeah. really a time. And I want you to repeat. You said this last week on on the podcast. It's not, and I want to get your language. It's not just like man's best efforts plus God. How did, yeah. how did you say that? Yeah, just just the the room for mixture is going. Mm-hmm. There, there's not any room anymore for mixture. Mm-hmm. What we have kind of grown up in the West is the best of man and the best of God okay. gets to the, the goodness of right. God or the outcomes of yes. God or God, God, whatever God wants to happen is the best of me and the best of God. Well, that's, that's just not true. Hmm. First of all, and it's a, it, and it's definitely not true now. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, for this moment in history, it will be the fully surrendered mm-hmm. that will see the fullness of my glory. Mm-hmm. But I will hide my glory mm-hmm. from the half surrendered, mm-hmm. or the people playing games mm-hmm. who are not serious. Mm-hmm. And that 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 makes me first always look to myself sure. and saying, God, then obviously I am a mixture. Mm-hmm. So God, would you get the mixture out? Right. And so that's what I'm praying personally, mm-hmm. because um, w- as things heat up in the storm of the world and the storm of our culture and mm-hmm. the pressures begin to mount, remember God has an answer for all of this. Right. He is going to get glory. He is going to have a way forward. He mm-hmm. is going to have a people that shine brightly in the darkness, right. Isaiah 60 moment, mm-hmm. far beyond what we could ask or right. think. Um, and we, but, but again, it's not going to be for the half-hearted, so we're going to have to all lean in. I'm starting with me. And mm-hmm. Jordan, I'm, I mean, I'm not just, that's not what I should say as a preacher. That's what I feel. Right. Deeply convicted that I have let things drift, at least, at least in the, the unattentiveness, mm-hmm. valuing. Mm-hmm. If God today, if you hear his voice, mm-hmm. don't harden your heart. Right. If God's nudging me today, I should run to whatever that nudge is, mm-hmm. not decide whether I'm going to do right. it or not, whatever right. it is. Uh, and again, we're not even talking about huge sins. We're just talking about who's leading your life, mm-hmm. right? You or God, right. and it's time for God to lead our life. Yep. Um, well, speaking of the hard heart, to take us into the, <laughs> to the, to the, to the text. Yeah, today. so hey, I hope you're tracking with us, guys. I'm just going to dive in here now. So that was all intro. Yes. Uh, but Mark chapter 6, mm-hmm. so I did a little deeper, de- deeper digging, and I said, where are oars mentioned in the Bible? Okay, good. And the first thing that I looked at is there's four core places. We looked at one of those, Isaiah 33. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at one more here uh, for the rest of our time, and that's Mark chapter 6. Okay. Um, and so for those listening on the podcast, this is probably going to go, this, is, this one's going to be a little bit longer because we just got to Mark chapter 6. But here's the scenario. The feeding of the 5,000 has just happened. I could literally talk for days just on the feeding of 5,000. Right. One of the most stunning miracles of all time. Mm-hmm. And Jesus broke the bread and the fish. He blessed it, and it multiplied out. 5,000 were fed, but with women and children, 15,000 minimal right. had just uh, been fed. So it says in verse 45, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat. This is after the feeding of the 5,000. Right. Everybody's fed. We're wrapping it up. He told them, he got it to, said, get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side to Bethsaida. While he himself was sending the crowd away and bidding them farewell, the crowd, he left for the mountains to pray. 
All right, verse 47. When it was evening, the boat was in the middle of the sea. So the disciples are in the middle of the sea. Mm -hmm. These are fishermen. They've been in storms before. Mm -hmm. And he was alone on the land. So Jesus is up on the mountain with the Lord. Seeing them straining at the oars. There it is. There it is. <laughs> the oars. They're straining at the oars, for the wind was against them. Mm -hmm. At about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea, and he intended to pass them by. So let's just pause for a minute, everybody. Just, hey, lean in. If you're just casually listening to this podcast, you want to lean in here. They are straining at the oars. So these are good guys who've just seen the feeding of 5,000. Jesus told them we're going to the other side, but we're fishermen. We know what we're doing. Mm. Thank you for the word, Jesus, to go to the other <laughs> side. Thank you for doing miracles in our life. We obviously deserve it because we are holier than others. Now we're in the boat, but we are fishermen, and we're pushing against the wind. Mm. And they got these oars out because that's usually how they fight it. It's the fourth watch, so they're waiting for daybreak. If we can just make it to right. daybreak, we'll just keep pushing and everything else. So Jesus sees them straining in their own strength with their own knowledge of how to get through storms, and they're doing everything they can with their heads down, but they're doing everything but crying out to him. Mm. And he sees them, and he's walking on the water, mm -hmm. and he intends to walk by. That's a scary thought. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, Jesus is always around every storm. Mm. He's literally watching the storm. Mm. But the people who get him in the boat are those who cry out to him mm -hmm. and not just keep trying their best, right. right? It's not just me doing what I know to do to manipulate and push and shove and get my way and do my thing and even quote unquote, use my gifts. You know, I'm gonna do, I've got this. Mm. You don't got this, by the way. In this coming storm, nobody has the answers. Mm -hmm. So you better get used to crying out to Jesus because mm. he's walking by, right. he's present. Right. So they look up, somebody looks up, and then all of them look up and they see Jesus like a ghost, they say, mm -hmm. and they are very frightened right. and they cry out to him. It says, it says, when they saw him walking in the water, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out. Mm -hmm. Okay, that would be, it always reminds me of blind Barnabas. Son of David, have mercy on me. Right. And the disciples saying, hey, don't bother him. You know, what are y'all doing? And he's like, I don't care. I right. know what I need and right. I know who has it. Right. Right. He's the one that makes me see. They cry out. So, and they were terrified. But immediately Jesus spoke to them after they cried out. And he said, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid in the storm mm -hmm. or because of the storm or because of your inability to fight the storm. Right. Then he got into the boat with them, and the wind stopped, and they were utterly astonished. And here's verse 52. For they had not gained any insight from the incident of the loaves, but their heart was hardened. Yep, there's a hard heart. Right All right. There. So if, you, if, you, if you've gotten anything here, we're talking about letting go of the oars, we're digging deeper, and, and we come to this passage in Mark 6. And what I want to say to all of us right now is that this moment, there, there, there are times when God says, build the boat. There are times when God says, I'm showing you the navigation, now navigate. I'm teaching you the land of the sea, the ways of the sea. I'm teaching you how to do sails. And there are times when God's literally building an ark that only he mm -hmm. guides and directs, mm -hmm. and we let him lead. Mm. And this is a moment where your own efforts and your own ideas and your own ways of doing things and your own self-effort is not going to get you through this storm. Right. But Jesus in the boat, mm -hmm. 
stills the storm for you personally, and then gets you to the destination he intended for you. Wow. Mm. So that's what he's saying to us, church. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying to us personally, families, and everyone else. So, But it says their heart was hardened because they, they had somehow not gained any insight from the multiplication of the loaves. From this amazing miracle. Yeah, so this amazing miracle. So, so maybe the admonition to Jimmy Seibert today is, Jimmy, would you recount the deeds of God uh -huh. and his faithfulness on in and over your life? Mm -hmm so that your heart won't go hard today right. for what you need from him. Wow. So um, what, where, where I am saying, okay, so, so if their hearts were hardened, even after a great miracle, and they couldn't see, then what keeps our hearts soft? Mm. So Jordan, here, here's what, what I want to maybe just land on here for today. Good. So even today, I've been practicing this, and I said, okay, I want... I want to be attentive to the Word of God. So I went for a jog and I listened to the Word of God. Things that I know God speaks, just let it review, let it wash over me. I committed again to scripture memorization, not out of self-effort, but because God's highlighting certain scriptures mm. and I need to hide them in my heart. Right. And when I listen to the Word of God with desire and eagerness, mm -hmm. it softens me, yes. right? It renews my mind mm -hmm. and my heart. Um, I decided, hey, instead of anxiety, I'm going to pray about everything, no matter how small or trivial it mm. seems. Lord, I need to go to the grocery store. I prayed, do I go get my car fixed, or do I do this, or do that? I had five options today of a lot of stuff that needed to get done, mm. and I did one of them because that was there was grace there. Mm. And it's not irresponsibility. You're talking to a guy who's over-responsible, not under-responsible. <laughs> so so you, if the shoe fits, wear it, right? <laughs> you know your own tendencies. But for me, um, the little things, keeping a dialogue going with God all day long about everything and anything, mm -hmm. especially when I'm feeling anxious, mm. or especially when I'm feeling like I gotta get this done, huh. I wanna pause and say, Lord, I don't wanna do anything without you. Mm -hmm. Spirit of God, just that breathing, breathe right. in God, blow out anxiety, breathe in God, blow out anxiety. Um, I wanna be sensitive to relationships. Mm. When I'm with somebody, I wanna be with them mm -hmm. because that's what Jesus does. He's with somebody. Right. And instead of me always telling everybody, maybe I need to learn through listening. Whoa. So we're softer when we're listening mm. and we're stronger when we're talking. Mm. I've just paused, but <laughs> <laughs> podcast, I guess I'm supposed to talk. So, but, 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 I, but listening yes. to people, right. um, keeping a constant dialogue going, um, prayer, and then this 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 holiness piece, being very sensitive and quick to things that grieve the Holy Spirit, mm. attitudes, actions, lust, anger, uh, bitterness, uh, gossip. You know, just those little things that are so accepted mm -hmm. in our kingdom world mm. that that shouldn't be there. Right. They're a mixture. We just we just got to stop that. Right. Just just stop it internally. But especially externally, not not especially both and mm -hmm. that keeps me soft. Um, and then actually looking ahead on my downtime, what would be a healthy life-giving activity instead of a worldly blipping out activity mm. that would reharden my heart uh, even after I've been attentive to soften to, my try, heart. Trying to be soft and then and then I, I, I'm just going to relax in the world as long as it's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Then it's not. Yeah, as long as it's legal. I think that's huge. Yeah, yeah it's huge. Yeah. 
Anything else you'd come to your mind, just keeping our hearts soft? So, well, I, I want to tie back in because I'm thinking about if a listener does that, those yeah. things, or just some of them, they will, they will feed. You know, what yeah. you feed is going to win. Yeah. And what we talked about last time, you encouraged us to, Lord, to ask, Holy Spirit, what are my oars? Yeah. Exactly. I think that as yeah. we do those things, yes. those are going to, our oars, yes. they're going to become present. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Right? Remember, uh, the author of our faith, the author of our lives, the creator of our being is God himself. Right. So what we're trying to do through connection, union, and communion with him, we're trying to get all the poison out so that we can hear him guiding mm-hmm. and directing us in the right way. Right. So who knows what your oars are? Jesus, him. actually. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so if you say, what are my oars? What do I need to throw overboard? What do I need to let go of? And for different people, it's different things at different times. Totally. Again, of course, every evil thing, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not just the evil things. It's the good things mm-hmm. that are distracting us from the best thing. Right. Totally. That's it. Yeah. Right? And Jesus is calling us to the best. Amen. The, the sweetest of wine, mm-hmm. his presence, mm-hmm. his goodness, mm-hmm. his nearness, and his love. And to not be caught in triviality in little uh, side tributaries of streams that dry up. Wow. He's saying, get in the river. Yes. Stay in the river. Stay in the boat. Mm-hmm. In the, in the, in, when the storm's going on, all the more look up and cry out. Right and get God in your world Mm -hmm. because he always has a way forward. That's the beauty of it. And just, I know we need to wrap up today, but uh, because the next podcast, we're going to have to do two on Acts 27 and 28. I'm already just teasing you guys. (laughs) If you want to know the whole or story and what God's really saying, what story wraps this up in the scripture, Mm -hmm. we had Isaiah 33, we got this Mark 6, but Acts 27 and the first part of 28, I just want to seed that thought. Let me wrap up Mark 6, okay. verses 53 um, through 56. It says, They land on the shore. The power and presence of God is so available for healing. They're literally laying people on the mats that, that he might just come by them, and they may just touch the hem of his garment. Mm. And if they just touch his cloak, people are being healed. Mm. So whenever you go through a storm with Jesus, the other side of it is a abundant healing right. and power of God and grace of God. Mm. You gain authority through the storm. Right. And on the other side of the storm, there is always an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So God is setting us up for an outpouring of the Spirit. Amen. He already is coming for those who have surrendered early. But I remember it's never too late. Mm-hmm. So surrender now. Mm-hmm. Just anticipate that he's coming and especially if you're in a storm right now his compassion goes out to you he's walking right by you Mm -hmm. he's walking up to you but you're gonna have to turn Mm -hmm. and call out that's Mm -hmm. what I'm gonna pray for as we end our time so Spirit of the Living God I pray Mm -hmm. for men and women and children that are listening to this podcast uh, who need to turn to you right now and and I count myself one of those I need to turn I want to turn I want to be sensitive I want to be attentive I want all the poison out, Lord, so that my heart can be wholly yours. And I want that for my friends because you only want the best for them. Mm. And so, Lord, for every storm right now that's going on, out of your great compassion, God, Mm. you're walking right by them right now. Mm. 
And wherever you are, if you're listening, could you just pause and cry out to the Lord? Mm. I just see two of you driving down the road, and you just start crying out to the Lord, Son of David, have mm. mercy, God, mercy. My, from my mind, God, from my family, God, mm. from my finance. I just can't do it anymore. Mm. As you cry out to the Lord, mm. you get him into the boat with mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. because he is gracious. He's compassionate. Mm-hmm. He's kind. He's loving. He has a way forward for you. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We just thank you for these precious moments, these holy moments where Mm -hmm. we get to be in your presence together. And may what we say here be pleasing to you, Mm -hmm. O God, Mm -hmm. and may it multiply out grace to many. Mm -hmm. For we look attentively to you for uh, this this hour, Mm -hmm. for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit, the goodness Mm -hmm. and grace of God to be known Mm -hmm. to all, we pray Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time. <laughs>